Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision, covering the whole world. Welcome my dear friends to Love Notes by Dr. Love, Hilary Joseph by Nemjisha of the New Vision. I am the resident love doctor and I'm coming here to wish you a happy Valentine's Day this Sunday. I have been with you since Monday when we talked about why Valentine's, Tuesday we talked about the spending inconvenience of Valentine's, Wednesday we talked about the history of Valentine's which we need to continue today. We looked at times before the Roman Empire at the feast of fertility which was plotted on the Gregorian calendar later and it became 14th February. Then we also saw this priest who was marrying uh, soldiers at, uh, in secrecy and then landed in problems with Emperor Claudius II. I'm going to continue. These podcasts are available if you want, if you didn't listen to the one of yesterday, you can actually go to the same site. You will see the one of yesterday. And so that this is part two, you continue with it. So, we continue with the history. About half a century later, from the death of Valentine's, who was beheaded by Emperor Claudius II outside the Flaminian Gate on February 14th, 269. About a century later, uh, Emperor Constantine, became a Christian in Rome. That was around AD 313. Soon after, around AD 330, Constantine made Christianity the official religion. This meant forcing people to ban all paganism. Actually, non-Christians were killed, were persecuted, all paganism was destroyed. That meant idols, that meant practices, that meant festivals. You know, it was very difficult because then religion is a way of life. Telling someone, change your way totally and adopt this way, usually was difficult. So, as Christians were grappling, I mean pagans were grappling to understand the new Christianity. Christianity, there was a Pope who discovered that actually, it was difficult to abandon your way of life. So to make Christianity satisfying, Pope Gerasius decided to occupy the previous festivities of paganism, but Christianize them so that people do not actually change their way of life. They keep their way of life and festivals, but this time the festivals are Christianized. Like you get a festival of fertility, Christianize it, and then people, when they, when people are celebrating that festival, they are expressing Christianity, not paganism. That happened, for example, for Christianity of Christmas. For example, Christmas, Jesus was not born on 25th December, but that was a day, the birthday of the God of the Son. So, the church decided to capture the day and put the birthday of the Christian God there. So that people use it to their festivals. They still carry out the festival. But this time it's not for their son God. It's for the God of Christianity. The same thing with Sunday. Sunday was a day of the son God. But they captured it and said, let's use this to be a day to celebrate the Christian God. That way people 
who are being forced from paganism found Christianity very easy because they retained their festival only that this time they were Christianized. So after doing that, Pope Gerasius canonized Valentine's and placed his day on 14th February. It remained, it changed from being a feast of Rupakasia, Rupakalia, it became a, 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 a day of love, uh, not love, fertility, but a feast of Valentine's Day. So it remained a day of fertility, but now it was Christian. So wherever Christianity spread, Valentine's Day spread because it was being spread as a Christian festival. And it was spread as a festival of fertility. And since then up to now, it is still an official feast day in the Catholic Church, in the Anglican Church, in the Lutheran Church. But like in the Eastern Orthodox Churches, they have two days of Valentine's Day. One for Father Valentine's and another one for Bishop Valentine's. These two, I talked about them yesterday. You can check the podcast. Now, we come to today. In fact, love as you know it took started in communities around 1400 AD. Before we did not have love, the emotional expression of romance, the way you have it. People existed knowing their gender uh, gender uh, responsibilities. You'd not find a man expressing love to a woman or a woman to a man. They were just meeting to and, and because there was masculine dom- domination of the genders so actually in many communities expressing love as a man was a sign of weakness love the way you know it was born in France and you know that where eventually people started not stopped feeling ashamed of their emotions and expressing them and it started with the aristocrats the people who are the rulers so the people down there it wasn't actually preserved for them they continued in their loveless class societies but the aristocrats could express their emotions they started the traditions of chivalry where you'd actually try to be a man for the sake of love and eventually prince charles the sixth of france is the one who made love official he actually wrote what we call the charter of the code of love elsewhere love was looked at as strange but in France, love was starting to take root. And then that is when the festival of fertility started having an element of love. In fact, this king, King Charles VI of France, introduced love in Valentine's Day, the festival of fertility. And he wrote a document which is still around, the earliest code of valentines where he gives specific rule roles of different people at the court in the feast in song and poetry he actually started a competition valentine's day of song and poetry of love he started dancing competitions and celebrations and he started he wrote a guidance of how people could express what was in them as an emotion in love then it spread to communities it reached England in about 18th century. And now England, it arrived in England associated already 
with Valentine's Day. Now Valentine's Day was now getting a stride from being a festival of fertility to being a festival of love, of sex and of romance. Now in England that's where it really became a love fest. It added in exchange of flowers, they started making special cakes, they started making greeting cards which were known as Valentine cards and stuff. These cards were handwritten. It was later in the 19th century that mass production came. So we started seeing different heart-shaped colors, the cupid arrow, doves, uh, chocolate also came in. That's when business crashed in. Now business saw an opportunity to make money, especially in mainland Europe and America. Because of the industrial revolution, the business interests and the need to make money made them capture now like Christianity had captured the festival of love from from the pagans. Now business tried to capture Valentine's from the religious. So factory made cards meant that people had to make money. So gifts, cards started and then it, mon it became monetized. So Valentine's became but the religion, the religious angle, the religion refused to let go. They stayed there. Why Valentine's now became a business festival of love? Religion stayed. And it's on, it, it remained on record. Because of its popularity, the religion had to stay. So the Anglicans in UK made it a day where couples would renew their vows. But the Catholics in UK started novenas around that time for singles who are seeking lovers. By 1797, they were already, they brought ribbons, laces, clothes, the red color came in. In 1835, it is said that 60,000 Valentine cards were handled by the UK Post. By the end of that, of the second year, 1836, the, the, the 14th of February of 1836, 400 cards were handled by the UK post office. So by the end of that century, cards were now mass-produced with specific words already. You didn't have to think. Uh, the innovation of manufacturers would already give you cards. And Valentine's Day spread. And it spread, especially in towns, as an, an opportunity also to make money. In fact, I jumped a lot. Uh, uh, new things came in like traveling in love, sp spending a lot of money in tourism, hotels, bars, gifts. In 2019, according to uh, a National Retail Federation of the US, I'm going to read these figures here. Uh, in 2019, on average in the whole of the US, on average, $162 was spent on Valentine-related gifts. So, the whole bill was like $20.7 billion spent on gifts. $3.9 billion on jewelry alone. So, you can see now Valentine's had totally become uh, a gift, a love gift. So, we are going to see Okay, eventually, at the turn of the millennium, internet came in. So we started digital messages, e-cards, 
love coupons in 2010 actually 15 million e valentine cards were sent so up to today i don't know what hap- what will happen because this is the first valentine's day under corona uh, sops uh, but now next time tomorrow i'm going to tell you about uganda how valentine's day came and took hold in uganda so that now towards valentine's day we shall have other themes i will tell you about the tips the do's and don'ts and we see how we get to enjoy our valentine's day it has been long very historical but very important i love you all share love and get ready to enjoy valentine's day this is dr love hilary joseph by name isha these are love notes of vision podcast you've been listening to the new vision podcast new vision new vision covering the whole